Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 176 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, today we are going to talk about possibility. It's something I think a lot about, and when I really think about my own weight loss journey and what the core difference about how I approach any issue that comes up with my eating or my weight how it's different from before when I struggled for years, when I tried for so many years to figure out why the way I did and how to actually eat healthy, all of those things that I know a lot of you are struggling with. What is the core difference? It's that I've trained myself to see possibility. And I'm going to talk to you about that today, about how do you see possibility and what difference can it make, not only in your weight loss journey, but also your entire life. If you can start seeing possibility Whereas before you only saw one option or you saw boxed in walls sometimes is what it feels like, then you can change so many things in your life. So many things. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about seeing possibility, how to do that. Before I get going, though, I want to remind you, this is the last week where you can get your name in for the podcast giveaway. You can help me by getting the word out about this podcast, by sharing it with other people who may benefit from taking this compassionate and mindset approach to weight loss and eating that could totally change their lives. But I need your help helping me get it to other people who may never have heard of it. So that's why I'm offering the giveaway. And you can win a custom Yeti mug. And if you're watching on the video, I'm going to show it to you. It has one word on it. Believe. And that's going to link in with what we're talking about today. But the power of belief, if you can remind yourself throughout the day as you drink your coffee with this mug to believe, it's going to take you so far in whatever you're working on. That's why I had these mugs made with that word on them. But also a $100 gift certificate to Lululemon. So the way you can enter is leave a review for the podcast. That really helps me out. You can do that on any podcast player. Click in the part that shows you the ratings and reviews, and there's usually a button that says add a review. Leave a review, screenshot it, send it to me by email to info at Weight Solutions for Physicians. Your name will be entered. Or share one of our social media posts or share a podcast episode and link it or, sorry, use the tag, hashtag WSFP giveaway. WSFP. P, that's Weight Solutions for Physicians, giveaway. Use that hashtag and we'll find you. Or you can take a friend on one of our social media posts. If you haven't checked me out on social media, there's a lot of content over there that you're missing. And you can find me at Dr. Siobhan Key, both on Facebook and on Instagram. That's D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y, Dr. Siobhan Key. Okay, get your name into the giveaway so that you have a chance to win some cool free stuff. I will happily send you a mug and send you a gift card so that you can go get yourself some nice stuff as a thank you for sharing the podcast and helping get the word out. Okay, let's talk about possibility. Our brains don't think in realms of possibility. 
Or they don't do it on default. They tend to view situations with, how have I approached this in the past? I think our brains also tend to view situations with, what are my limitations here? What difficulties will I run into? And that's great. That protects us. That's our brain wanting to kind of always think worst case scenario so that we're prepared and ready for it if it happens. Fantastic. Problem is, is it's really limiting in problem solving. It limits your approaches. It limits how you can go after something. And so if we're using the example of weight loss and eating, there's a lot of things that our brain just assumes it will look like. It assumes it's going to be hard, right? Raise your hand if you've ever thought, okay, I need to lose weight, but man, that's going to be hard. It assumes you're going to have to say no to stuff that you want to eat. And it assumes that's going to be hard. It assumes that you will feel restricted. You'll feel deprived. It assumes that you won't be able to eat like other people. And it, again, assumes that that's going to be an issue. All of these are just default thoughts. They're not the truth just because they happen, just because we've thought them for a long time, just because we've maybe been taught them from areas outside of us. It doesn't mean they're the truth. What it takes to lose weight in a different way, what I teach you inside Stress Eating SOS, is finding the possibility. Having the courage to ask yourself, what if that's not true? Is it possible it could be different? Is it possible that there's another way? That opens up the door. Even if you just crack that door of possibility open just a tiny little bit, it's going to really impact your long-term weight loss journey. And if we can crack this door of possibility open a little bit around what you're going to eat, what foods you might choose not to eat, how it's going to feel to lose weight, how you're going to problem solve anything that comes up while you're trying to lose weight. If we can crack that door of possibility a little bit, maybe we can crack the door of possibility to other things. And maybe there's other things in our life that if we just give ourselves permission to consider that it could be different, consider that what we really want is possible, consider that there's a way to meet our needs and the other people who we care for's needs, if we can crack that door open, then so much other stuff in our life starts to get better. And I love this because once you start to see possibility in one area of your life, I find it usually does expand where all of a sudden you see it in other places. You're like, wait, if that worked in this area, if that made finding possibility meant I came up with a totally different way of approaching how I meal plan that now works for my family and doesn't feel like I have a part-time job, as an example... What if I found possibility over here about how I approach my office so that I get out on time with my notes done? There's so many different options of places you can find possibility. And when I was getting ready to record this, I was thinking of a story because I always like to tell you guys a little story of like how I use these tools in my own life. And today I think is a perfect story for this. And I wasn't even really planning on intentionally on kind of living this in my day, but I've been away at a conference and I just got home last night. And of course, like we so often do as physicians, I had an entire full day booked with a bunch of extra stuff that I needed to get done, like recording a podcast, which I'm now doing in the evening. And when I got home and made myself stay away from work and not be checking my email and not be doing, I made myself actually, aside from the conference, I had a couple days then where I didn't do any work to give myself a true break. And so Friday, or not Friday, Monday, which was yesterday when we got home, and I checked my schedule for the week to kind of plan out, okay, what do I need to be aware of? I'm like, oh no, (laughs) there is so much stuff that I actually have to get done tomorrow, and there is no time. And of course, my brain was like, 
time is like such a big panic trigger for me. And I know it is for a lot of you guys too. So if you're out there thinking, oh God, there's not enough time and it makes your chest tight, you're not alone. And so I started thinking, I'm never going to get it all done. There's too much to do. And that immediately starts to feel like that panic, right? What I've learned though, is that that doesn't actually help me. I've done that enough times that I know it's not the effective way of getting a busy day done. But then also what I noticed is I'd come back thinking, I'm going to get up early, I'm going to get some activity done, make sure I get my physical activity, because if you've been listening, you know, I've been really working on that. And I'm finding just being more physically active than what I usually was is really helping from a mental health standpoint. And I just feel so much better. So when I was coming home, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm getting my activity done and having time for myself. And then I encountered my schedule and I was like, no. And my brain's immediately, well, we can't run. We can't do our exercise in the morning. We're going to have to get up early. We're going to have to be recording a podcast and doing all this other work before we ever switch over to our clinical work today. (laughs) And what I did is I paused myself and kind of said, is that actually how it has to be? I was picturing just doomsday pictures of what this day was going to be like, right? Like I was going to be up at five working and then I'd get, you know, when the kids got up, do all that stuff and then head to work, working a full day in the office, make sure everything was done. And then I'd just be running all day long with no time to myself. This was what I was picturing. I was able to pause and go, is that actually true? Does it need to look like that? Do I need to really start work at 5 a.m. this morning? Or could I still do my self-care and trust that's going to get better or it's, everything's going to get done? And so I chose that route. And every time my brain wanted to rush ahead and freak out, I paused and I was like, no, it's possible that everything's going to get done today. And I think probably in the back of my head when I sang that to myself, I had a kind of a second thought of like, you know what, and if it doesn't, I'll figure it out. But it is possible that I could have this day and still get everything done and have the time to myself. And so I got up, I rode on the spin bike, so I got some physical activity before work. I had a a meeting at 8 a.m., which I did while prepping dinner for the slow cooker so that there was going to be healthy dinner ready when we got home, because that was the other thing my brain was going to throw out. It was going to be like, well, then I guess we have to eat out. No way we can actually have dinner prepared with such a busy day. So we're just going to have to eat out. So as I was having my one meeting, I was preparing things and putting it into the slow cooker, got to work, started seeing patients, got the lab work and the paperwork done. And at each stage through the day, there was this tendency to want to catastrophize about it. So the morning was busy. I had some heavier patients. I didn't get all my notes done as I went. I got to lunch a half hour late. So I only had a half hour to eat and finish my notes and all that stuff. And it was easy to think, well, then I'm not going to get it done because I have to leave right on time today because I had another appointment. I had to be home in time to coach in stress eating SOS for all my physicians. And it was so easy at each step for my brain to be like, well, then this is it. (laughs) We're done. And each time I had to be like, no, it is possible What if it is possible I could still get this done? What if it's possible that I could do all this and still get home on time and still get the things done? And guess what? Just by believing it was possible, I got it all done. I could have panicked. And what I know for myself is if I hit that panic alarm about not having enough time, that is a strong trigger for eating for me. And it would have likely resulted in, you know, cravings and wanting to overeat or other things I would have had to deal with in the day. But by just catching myself, 
when I was telling myself it was going to have to be this one way and coming back to think, but what else is possible? Is it possible I could actually do this in the way that I want? Allowed me to do it in the way that I wanted. Now, that's a long story. And I know I'm hoping that for some of you, if you've had days like that, that in itself will be helpful of just like, what if it's possible that this could look differently? What if it's possible that this doesn't have to look stressful? But I also want you to expand it outwards to your eating. What if it's possible that having healthy food during the week isn't harder than having less healthy food? What if it's possible? Just asking yourself that when your brain's like, well, it's a busy week. There's no way we're going to be able to have our healthy food. We're going to have to eat out and therefore we will be eating off plan and we will gain weight, right? Is what our brains say. What if it's possible that that's not true? What if it's possible that there are options out there that you maybe have not seen because our brains are so stuck in the little boxes that they like to be in? So you may not have seen the options, but what if it's possible that they're out there? And once you open up that box to say, it's possible there's another way, then you might start to see them. Because as long as we're believing our brain's story about this is the only way, we only have one option, it's going to go like this, then we can't see other things. It's like we've built a brick wall around ours, or we're in like one of those hamster tube mazes where we have no other way to get out. You have to allow yourself to open up that possibility and see that maybe there's another way. And I can tell you once you open it up and you start looking that maybe there's another way, what you may actually discover is maybe there's a hundred different other ways. Maybe there's an infinite number of other ways that you could approach the same situation if you let your mind open up and consider them. They may be subtle. Some of them may be really different. Some of them may be exactly the solutions you're looking for that you've never considered. This is why working on your mindset around weight is so, so important. Because like I said, we have all these beliefs that are ingrained into us about it's going to be hard. It's going to involve restriction. I'm probably not going to be successful. If I make a mistake, it means that every other time I've made a mistake, it's just rearing its head and I'm back into my old patterns. It's going to be hard to get back on track. All of these are things that feel so factual in our brains, and yet they're just thoughts based on what has happened in the past. Every single one of them, it is possible that it is, could be totally different. And I believe this in my absolute heart of hearts when I say this to you. It is possible that weight loss can feel easy and simple. It may not be your experience. You may not have had that experience yet but you can find it with the right tools and with the right approach. And the first step is opening up your mind to possibility. It is possible that you could love the food that you're eating to lose weight so much so that you are not bothered by the other food. It is possible, even if you haven't seen it yet, it's possible. I want you to consider that. It is possible that you could be in any food environment with having other people eat any food around you. All of the things that in your mind you might have thoughts of like, well, I could do that, but oh, I could never do that. What if it is possible that you could? That maybe just opening up your mind that this could be possible is all you need to do to start finding the ways that it's actually gonna work for you. And this is what we work on a lot inside Stress Eating SOS is 
physicians come to me and say, okay, this is a situation and this is kind of how it's going to be. And my role as a coach is to say, what if that wasn't true? What if there's another way? What if there's another way to look at this that opens up possibility for how you actually want it to go? As a coach, I really deal in possibilities. And I love it. <laughs> I love I love finding possibility where it used to look like there was none. Because my passion is not about teaching people to lose weight quickly and just stick to a diet for the short term. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that. My passion is helping people truly understand why they eat the way they do so that they can eat in a healthy way that works for their body long term and manage their weight, keep it off long term, plus problem solve for the things that you know are going to happen in life. I think so much of are things that we've gone wrong with weight loss to date is assuming it has to be one way, that it will always look the same throughout your life, and that you have to really be careful or else you can't be successful. And I would like you to question all of it. What if you could be incredibly successful in your weight loss while being quite imperfect? What if that was possible? What would that look like? What would need to change to still be successful, even if you're imperfect at times? I can tell you, probably not as much as what you think, right? Your mind might be going to, okay, if I'm imperfect with my eating, meaning I overate, then, you know, to be successful in my weight loss, I need to be extra careful the times I'm not being imperfect. There's a good chance a lot of you listening to this may have come up with that answer. But again, let's open our minds to possibility that maybe there's even other options. That might be an option, but I would question how sustainable it is because we've all tried it, right? We've all tried the overeating and then being really careful and trying to eat way less for the days afterwards. Generally, not very sustainable. What if there was possibility that all you had to do was speak more nicely to yourself after you've overeaten? If that was the answer to still being really successful with your weight loss, even when you're imperfect as a human being. And I can tell you with a lot of experience, that's all it takes. But it's hard to believe it unless you consider that it might be possible. Even when I tell people this, that the answer to getting yourself back on track after you've overeaten or had a binge eating episode or maybe even weeks of overeating, whatever it is, the answer is to actually be nice to yourself about your eating. What I hear from the physicians I coach is resistance and like, saying, I can't be nice to myself. If I'm nice to myself, I'll overeat. It's going to keep going. I'm going to go out of control. And again, what if it is possible that being nice to yourself, being compassionate to yourself is the thing you have been missing? Consider that it could be possible that being mean to yourself isn't the path to your goals. That maybe it's possible the path to your goals it's paved with compassion so that you can be imperfect and recover quickly. I see it again and again, and I've talked about it a ton on this podcast, is when we are hard on ourselves, it creates more eating. It becomes permissive because then you're tough on yourself about something you ate. You feel disempowered. You feel like a failure. You feel defeated. What do you do when you're feeling disempowered like a failure and defeated? Probably eat more. You probably then have thoughts of, what's the point? I just don't care right now. I've already blown it. All those sorts of thoughts. So consider when we're thinking about possibility, if the idea of being compassionate to yourself around your eating and your weight feels uncomfortable, consider the possibility that it may be the answer. 
Consider the possibility that it's okay that it feels uncomfortable if you haven't tried it before, if you haven't practiced it. It's all okay, but it's all possible. It is possible that there is a way for you to feel in control with your eating that respects you as an individual where you feel good as yourself, where you don't have to be mean to yourself to create change, where you enjoy the food that you're eating, and where it doesn't feel like you've taken a part-time job in order to eat the food that helps you lose weight. It is possible. Even if you haven't experienced it yet, that's okay. You just might not have been taught the skills yet. But letting yourself believe that it's possible is going to crack open that door so you can start to see the path on how you might find that if that's what you want. And I would say that if you can find that place where you feel good and you're nice to yourself, you treat yourself with the respect that you treat other people, even when you're making food choices that don't move you towards your weight loss goals, when you can find that space where the food that you're eating is food you enjoy and you decide that you like it, when you can find the space where it feels just as easy to make the healthy choice as it does to eat the less healthy choice, or maybe, even if we pushed it further, it feels easier to make the healthier choice than it does for the less healthy choice, that's when you start finding sustainable weight loss. That's when you can lose weight and not worry it's coming back because you do it in such a way that is so positive. And so transformative compared to everything else we've been taught that you know you can keep doing it for for as long as you need to. There's no rush to switch or to get to the finish line because you enjoy the process. You've created a process that actually works for you that you enjoy. And this is exactly what I teach inside Stress Eating SOS. So if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, I need that. I like it. Yeah, it is fantastic. I can tell you when you start finding that, it's fantastic. And the place where I can teach you it is inside Stress Eating SOS, my coaching program for physicians. But in the meantime, I want you to just let yourself consider the possibility. I want you to notice when your brain is wanting to box you in and saying it's only this way. And like I said, use this for eating and weight loss, but use it in other areas of your life too. When it's saying there is no time today to take care of yourself, question it. Say, is that true or is it possible that I could do both? When it's saying you're not going to be successful in your weight loss because you just ate X, Y, or Z, question it and say, is it possible I could still be successful? What if it was possible? Use this and look for the possibility. Question everything and look for the possibility. And if you start to believe it's possible, let your brain explore the ways that you could create that possibility. Let your brain open up and look for alternative solutions that you may never have considered. But the first place you start is by believing that it could be possible. All right, get out there and start seeing the possibility in your life. It is so freeing when you start to see it. And if this is something that you're like, this is what I want for myself. I want to see the possibility. I want to do this differently. Then Stress Eating SOS is for you. Head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS and get your name on the wait list so that you're the first to know when the next group is opening, which the next group will be opening up for registration in April. If you get your name on the wait list, I have some plans for before the doors ever open, some fun little bonuses and stuff. So you want to get your name on the wait list so that you don't miss any of that. Okay. 
And then don't forget to get your name in the giveaway. It's free stuff, free Yeti mug, free gift card for Lululemon that I will send to you just as a thank you for sharing the podcast, helping this podcast get found by other physicians who need this information, who are suffering with feeling out of control with their eating and frustrated about their weight, just like you may have been, and who could really benefit from this podcast. So share an episode, tag it with hashtag WSFP giveaway. That's WSFP giveaway for the hashtag or leave a review for the podcast. I love getting reviews. They're so helpful. Send a screenshot of it to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. You could also share one of our Facebook or Instagram posts or tag a friend on one of those posts. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Dr. Siobhan Key. So that is D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y is how you can find me on both of those platforms. All right, have a fantastic week, guys. We will talk to you next week. Remember, get out there, look for the possibility everywhere. Question it. What if it's possible? Could something else be possible? Go out there and get it, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.